Mark 9. And presently all the people, seeing Jesus, were astonished and struck with fear. And running to him, they saluted him. And he asked them, What do you question about among you? And one of the multitude answering said, Master, I have brought my son to thee, having a dumb spirit, who, wheresoever he taketh him, dasheth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with the teeth, and pineth away. And I spoke to thy disciples to cast him out, and they could not. Who answering said, O oh, incredulous generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him. And when he had seen him, immediately the spirit troubled him. And being thrown down upon the ground, he rolled about foaming. And he asked his father, How long time is it since this has happened unto him? But he said, From his infancy, and oftentimes hath he cast him into fire and into waters to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, help us, have compassion on us. Jesus saith to him, If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And immediately the father of the boy, crying out with tears, said, I do believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw the multitude running together, he threatened the unclean spirit, saying to him, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command thee, go out of him, and enter not any more into him. And he became as dead, so that many said, He is dead. But Jesus, taking him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples secretly asked him, Why could we why could we cast him why not why could not we cast him out? And he said to them, This kind can go out by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. And departing from thence they passed through Galilee, and he would not that any man should know it. Remember, some evil spirits can only be driven out by prayer and fasting. Not prayer alone, not fasting alone, but prayer and fasting together. So you have to have a regular regiment of prayer and fasting in your life. If you don't, there's some evil spirits that just are not going to go away. Here's a short teaching on the second commandment from the Baltimore Catechism. What is the second commandment? Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. What are we commanded by the second commandment? We are commanded to speak with reverence of God and of the saints and of all holy things and to keep our lawful oaths and vows. What is an oath? An oath is the calling upon God to witness the truth of what we say. When may we take an oath? We may take an oath when it is ordered by lawful authority or required for God's honor or for our own or our neighbor's good. What is necessary to make an oath lawful? It is necessary that what we swear to be true and that there be a sufficient cause for taking an oath. Vow. What is a vow? 
A vow is a deliberate promise made to God to do something that is pleasing to Him. Is it a sin not to fulfill our vows? It is a sin, mortal or venial, according to the nature of the vow and the intention we had in making it. And finally, what is forbidden by the second commandment? The second commandment forbids all false, rash, unjust, and unnecessary oaths, blasphemy, cursing, and profane words. Okay, second commandment. Do not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Watch those oh my gods, okay? You hear that a lot going around. People say, oh my God, it's hot out. Oh my God. Oh my God, you're driving me crazy. Oh my God. That's not how you use God's name, okay? That's an example of taking God's name in vain. Got to knock that kind of stuff off. When we use the holy name of God, Jesus, we got to use it reverently. The utmost respect, not carelessly and worldly. Latin word for the day. Sanctificator. Nomen tuum. Hallowed name your, hallowed be thy name. Listen to how St. Pius X interprets this first petition. He says, in the first petition, hallowed be thy name, we ask that God may be known, loved, honored, and served by the whole world, and by ourselves in particular. We intend to beg that infidels may come to the knowledge of the Lord God, that heretics may recognize their errors, that schismatics may return to the unity of the church, that sinners may repent, and the just may persevere in doing well. So that word hollowed, it packs a lot. We ask a lot of things in that simple word, hollowed. So if you were to paraphrase it, using St. Pius's catechism, it would sound something like this. Our Father, who art in heaven... May you be known, loved, and served by the whole world. May infidels come to the knowledge of you. May heretics recognize their errors. Schismatics return to the unity of the church. Sinners repent and the just persevere in well-doing. Hallowed. That, name, that word hallowed it means a whole lot. Sanctificator. Hallowed.